Do you remember that sort of pre? You know, there was a a time where. Okay, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna approach it this way. What's the first meme you remember seeing? Whoa! Big question, Do, huh? Oh, it is a big question. One has come to mind, which I don't like, but it is maybe the first meme I saw, and I don't know that I knew it was a meme. Mm-hmm. And it was like it was a screen grab of a Lion King scene, and mm. then it would go like. Oh, as far as the eye can see is yours or something, but don't go over there. It's and then people would put like a locate like a, place a they town didn't or like. village. Yeah, like a rival mm. town, and it was like don't go over there. And that I remember seeing that when I was at university in my first year, mm. and I would have been eighteen years old. So coming up to ten years, fifteen, twenty years. <laughs> coming up to ten, fifteen, twenty years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, you must have been one of the earliest adopters of memes, if if that was because that would be in the um, sort of yeah late nineties. Um, mm. And as far as I'm aware, that was long before memes were the norm. You must have been we- writing, drawing memes on the caves. <laughs> yeah, do you remember that um, whole? Maybe we d- probably don't need to get into it, but that guy that did the like. Faux charity fundraiser. Um, Coney 2012. That? that was it, Coney 2012. It was around the same time. Okay. Well, I I brought this up because when you said ring, 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 ring to me, which just a little mm. peek behind the curtain for the listeners, I get a little treat every week, which is George's dulcet tones saying the words ring, ring. And it made me think of this v- internet video that was... I'm to I you know I'm saying genuinely probably about 15 20 years ago or something along those lines. Um, Are you talking about like na ma na ma na 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 well it's that kind of era which again I would say that was a meme because yeah but I think I think memes as I know them now like we the- think of a, de- a of a certain thing with that font you know yeah they're a impact. little more punchy true yeah. But but I do think that of all these like early videos like and flash videos, flash animation videos, God showing mm. showing my age. Oh god. Um that were huge and one of them was uh one that went ring 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 banana phone and it was a little oh, yeah. animation of a banana Firm. Yeah. And when you said ring ring, I thought of that and it took me back to the early days. Oh. And we should, oh, God, we should say RIP Flash is, is as of a couple of weeks ago, you can no longer use Flash because it's such old technology and it breaks websites. Uh. And I used to, we've talked about Frank's Adventure, we've talked about uh, some of the, the uh, early explorations into the deep dark world of the of the web and uh i used to go on this website called newgrounds which had um what at the time i thought were funny videos Mm. usually of like there was the badger one do you remember the badger one badger 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 badger
Because I used to go on Funny Junk. Do you remember funnyjunk.com? <laughs> yeah. This was when I was in primary school and go on Funny Junk and there was a video that was, um, it was the song I've Got a Love You. I knew I shouldn't be watching this. God, the internet. Yeah, oh. Tech, watch this space. <laughs> okay, right, hold on. I feel like we're off to a bit of a false start. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's because I don't think any of this is usable. No. Um, let's let's come back in. Hello, my friend. Welcome to the podcast. I'm good. I'm. Uh, I've had two bananas and a coffee, so you can imagine the sort of rush um, that I'm feeling right now. Um, you know that today, because we're recording this on Monday the 18th, mm. and today is referred to as Blue Monday. Are you familiar with this? Oh, is it the day where people feel the worst? Well, I should say that this is a myth. This is why I'm bringing this <laughs> <Yeah>. up. <laughs> Because because you're uh, the way you reacted to it. Oh yeah, that that, that cobblers would make a lot of sense. No, it wouldn't actually. That's why I'm bringing it up. Sorry, um, sorry, yeah. And that's not to say that you know people can't feel bad on this day or anything like that. But it does frustrate me when it comes up because it comes from an an advert for a travel agent, and oh, they were basically manipulating people feeling like they wanted to go on holiday, or they were saying this is the time everyone feels the most down because Christmas is done, everyone's back at work, and it's dreary weather. So book a holiday, and so it's a very mm. cynical way of kind of manipulating and and exploiting the idea of being of being depressed. And on the mentalhealth.org.uk website. There's a very good blog about why it's such nonsense. It's based on pseudoscience, you know, sort the mm. sort of cobblers that you might like, George. Um, <laughs> where it's like bad vibes plus January equals depressed, and it doesn't make any sense. And as they say at the end of this blog, mental health matters on every day of the year. So that's my mm. message on this. Although in classic PAF style, of course, when people are listening to this, it will have not been Blue Monday for a week. <laughs> yeah, uh, already irrelevant. Um, which do you? Which which of these do you like the least? Black Friday or Blue Monday? Mm. Well, I gotta say, I am obviously aware that these things are—they're both things um, designed by corporations to take advantage of me. But at least on Black Friday, I might get a wicked deal on a telly. <laughs> Whereas Blue Monday's got nothing for me, um, yeah. apart from, especially this year, because I—I I do get the sense this year, from at least from what I've seen on the gram slash a couple of news articles this morning the articles that i've seen are all about how blue monday is bullshit and especially on this year in the middle of the pandemic when like mental health is extremely uh important and people are having a very difficult time we shouldn't buy into the idea that this is the worst monday and then Everything either changes or obviously people's worst days are going to vary. People might be having a great day today slash last week because this is already late and irrelevant. Yeah, I find New Year's Eve is my blue Monday. 
Oh, you reckon? We had quite a nice one back in 2019. Yeah. Actually. No, I know. You know, we've spoken yeah, we about did. that in the past. Like the, it's when you're, when you look around and you're going, oh, I'm having a really nice time. This is supposed to be a fun thing. This isn't going to last forever. This is all yeah. going to end. These people will These disappear people will and move. I will be alone. Yeah. yeah. And all of those thoughts happen in the space of, you know, a mini second. Yeah. And that, that, as a child, that would happen to me a lot on New Year's Eve. Mm. Um, so New Year's Eve, uh, I would say, is Blue Monday. Well, so even if it's not a Monday, okay. <laughs> yeah. I uh, those feelings I I I can empathise with, but I think I sort of get my fill of them all year round. So it doesn't really feel mm. like they're concentrated on on Blue Monday slash New Year's Eve. Would you prefer the kind of drip feed constant, you know, sorrow, or <laughs> just one unadult, just a hit oh. on Blue Monday, New Year's Eve? Mm, interesting. I think if you had one day that you organized and you knew like okay a blue monday slash new year's eve uh i'm gonna have an awful shit day you could either prepare for it whatever that means no you couldn't no no you could sedate you no 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 you could do anything about it really you would just i mean because that's suggesting that you know there's some cure that you can it, uh, just knowing that you're going to feel sad or bad doesn't really help mm. you um and uh, and i reckon i would find a way to worry about that day for the rest of the year and be like the build-up oh, to it yeah. would be so i would basically get the worst of both worlds so i'm gonna stick yeah. with what i know which is yeah. uh up and down like the waves of the ocean mixed yeah, emotions yeah. throughout the year yeah. Um, and as you say, a drip feed, but sometimes, you know, when it rains, it pours, my dear friend. Yeah, <laughs> my um, dearest friend. I um, I would also like to say, though, that that whole experience with New Year's Eve, and it's not just that, it's just, it's, it's moments of kind of pure fun and happiness and love when you're with people that you know, and then that thought creeps in. Mm, um, not- I'm, I've, yeah, I'm experiencing that less and less. Which is a nice thing. But then now that I say that, I wonder if that's because I'm having less opportunity to have fun times with people I love. Um, (laughs) And that's why I don't recognise it in recent times. So maybe that's the key. Never, ever spend time with anyone you love and then you don't feel it slipping away. You don't feel... Well, we've all had a lot of of practice with that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, how I mean, on that note, how are you doing this... On this week, how's the, you know, the Rona quarantine vibe? I um, At the beginning of the year, or it might have been just before Blue Monday, New Year's Eve, <laughs> you kind of said, you know, there is the, a, a pressure sometimes put on people of New Year, New Me, you know, da-da-da-da-da, mm. and that people shouldn't feel a pressure to jump into those commitments, which I completely understand. And I remember at the time saying, no, I feel like I want to I want to make the, the most of, like, a fresh start. Mm-hmm. It, 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 kind of appeals to me and I, I have done I've been working and once again I say this very tentatively we're a long way away but I just you know throw myself into what will one day be the next album um, and all the conversations that come around that okay um, so now for the listener I don't know if you got that but there's a secret message in there and I think what that means is <laughs> surprise album drop no, next week no, no. <laughs> No, um, definitely not. Um, but it's just that all of the conversations that come with it, and it, it, they are, um, as an artist, I realise this, there's only so many times, there's only so many records you can make, and everything that comes with them, 
you should hold on to them and enjoy them. They they can kind of become, and this will be true of you know all sorts of projects, but they're intimidating and daunting. How do we get from A to B? What needs to happen? Mm-hmm. And I'm really I'm relishing in it. Is that the word? Yeah, it's her word. Yeah. Hey, yeah, listen, man, it's her word. I'm relishing in it. Yeah, and, relishing um, it all you like. And uh, that's doing me the world of good having that and i feel purpose yeah yeah but also owning it i feel like for the first time in my musical career i feel comfortable calculating i feel comfortable calling myself an artist and saying this is what i do Um, nice only only took three albums but it's it's more just the i think it speaks more of just owning who you are and like and not owning owning that sounds like a motivational post but like loving in fact i will say like loving yourself and Mm -hmm. go like oh this is and it's it's uh it's I'm not perfect, you know, I'm not there all the way, but God, I feel a lot more positive about myself today than I did, you know, a year ago, two years ago, three years ago. And it makes every conversation easier or every interaction easier because it's... It's like a confidence, self-confidence. Yeah, but you've got your own back. Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, I like me, actually. Yeah. Hey, can I just just speak for for myself and I'm sure many people... I like you too, George. You're really growing on me. (laughs) Yeah, thanks. But I did, that's the. I don't know how I ended up down that well path. Can then, I, but but it is all. It all feels good. Can I just say that it is probably worth noting that when you say you you contrast the way you feel about yourself today with a year ago, two years ago. At that time, two years ago, you've spoken about how like when you were at the Brits, for example, you were you were at the Brits. You were in the pits. You were feeling like shits. Mm, um, the pits and. And because outwardly, and of course this is very superficial, but like, you know, success and winning awards and, you know, all of that stuff, people would think like, oh, he must be on top of the world. But actually, you were feeling your worst. Mm. Um, well, you know, or... or, or yeah, or, no, close to... Close to it, yeah. <laughs> okay. yeah, yeah. Um, and, and now, you those things aren't like happening right at this moment, but you feel more comfortable in yourself. And that's the thing that's making a difference in your mood and your approach to work and all that stuff. Yeah, I, th- I think that that is definitely it. And I, and I think that that whole, the realisation of like, oh, there will only be so many times that you get to work towards a record. I, I had that thought when I was like, say 10 years ago or so, I remember thinking, oh, there's only so many, and this was the example that I used then, there's only so many books you can read in your life. And so if you're not enjoying it, put it down, find another one. But like, I used to try, like, oh, you've started it now, get to the end. And it's like, no, that's, there's no logic in that whatsoever. And with the records, I've realised there's only so many albums I'm going to be able to make and enjoy it. What a beautiful thing that I get to do. And yes, your question was, how am I finding lockdown? Um, I'm but this waking is up and, I, and I'm organising things and conversations to have each day. And that's good. You're I'm, wheeling, I've started you're skipping. Yeah, um, I want to talk about this. Um, okay. So, uh, well, But it goes hand in hand with just daily exercise, which mm-hmm. I'm sure is helping me too. Mm-hmm. And so the skipping uh, mm. is, you know, I am aware that it's a, a, a good workout, but I do associate it with the playground. Um, mm. I do associate it with being tiny little fucking baby. Um, mm. <laughs> <laughs> and so, so last night I uh, went on YouTube to look at like what a skipping workout looks like. And this uh, ripped guy screamed at me. Mm. 
and said, "Hey, we're the uh, what was it? The uh, the, the Zen brothers, the something dudes." I think the jump, the jump dudes. Is it the Zen dudes? I think it's Zen. Yeah, I know exactly who you're talking about, and there's an awful lot of energy. Oh yeah, yeah. and he uh, was. At, it yeah. seemed like he was absolutely furious with me for for clicking on his video, but he was like, <laughs> "Well, now you're fucking here. Where's your jump rope, as they call it?" Um, and I watched him do this really intense. He was doing tricks. Um, he was like speaking at a normal. Well, okay, obviously he was shouting in his aggressive way, but he wasn't out of breath. He was like having a normal conversation all the mm. while absolutely fucking hammering this jump rope. And mm. and so I realized there's a whole world of skipping that I'm not aware of. And then of course, I thought cuz boxers skip. And Well, Ollie, here's the the missing part of my story. Oh my so, goodness, finally we're going to get it. We're going to understand you. Well, I have hung from my bedroom I'm ceiling. sorry, did you say I'm hung? No, I have hung from my bedroom ceiling a punch bag. Oh and no, you're not. Yes. You're Hold not on. having a Rocky Hold style on. montage, no. are you? <laughs> Hold oh, on. are you right in the eye of the tiger? No, so here we go. So last week, I wanted to do, as we were doing from Move... <laughs> so where we did Move for Mind, every other day we were going for a run, right? Yeah. And I wanted to start that back up. And then last week, where I was scheduling in my first commitment of the day, I was setting my alarm for two hours before that to wake up, go for a run, and then come back and be ready for you know, what I needed to be ready for. And every morning, I hadn't been sleeping great. Now, it's not been like the, you know... The dark days of... Uh, not the dark days yeah. of sleeping, but just not great. And I have taken the... I've taken the decision to say, no, actually, I would, I'm would. i going to favour sleep in this situation. And so then I was like, well, you're not going for these runs in the week, but you want to burn some energy. Mm -hmm. What are, What are things that you could get in the house that you could you could do and so I, I, i'm trying it mate. i'm trying it i've got this punch bag and i nothing will knacker you out you i, I can do about five minutes and it's I've, I, it's, it knackers you whose um whose face have you printed out and stuck to the uh bag um you know you were talking about those flash animation games that you used to yeah. play earlier on. <laughs> um who no one's face no i'm more of a lover than a fighter i know that of myself i'm not picturing that i'm punching anyone I'm, okay i'm more like imagining myself on the top of mount fuji with a long cold drink in my hands and they're just uh, just saying like yes okay yes. so this is the interesting thing about well lots of types of exercises that there is a sort of zenness that comes mm. from something that on the outside looks like the opposite of zen because you're zip mm. sweating and you're smashing and you're crashing and you're bashing and mm. you're smushing um mm. and you might be yeah on the outside you're crashing smashing bashing but inside mm. you've got a long cold drink oh. on the peak of mount fuji oh and some oakley glasses me. on yeah, yeah the big wraparound ones and weirdly i've got a tail as well but it's majestic it's like a, a zoomed in fox's not tail. weird mate not weird at all <laughs> that is how i pictured it and i go 
Yeah, no, yeah, none of this is weird. George, mate, listen, this is the thing about backing yourself. This is what the new album needs to be. And the cover needs to have a cheeky little tail. And at the beginning, there should be one of those intros. Like, you remember in CDs, there used to be those secret songs that you would only hear if you yes. like listened all the if, way through. Uh, if you couldn't be asked to change it over. Yeah. Like, oh, actually, there's another song. Yeah, there should be secret ones of you just coming in and, and purring. Mm, that's horrible I don't know I reckon um, there's a market for everything these unfortunately, days unfortunately yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah I'm giving it a go Ollie I'm, ju- I'm just trying to keep up the spirit of the move for mind month that we did of doing something each day for myself Excellent. I have seen the evidence suggests that that it helps me in some way. Mm-hmm. This morning, I've you know I've tried skipping. It's hard. My shins get beaten by this rope every time I fail, and it stings and it hurts. And it was raining, and mm, shit. I closed my eyes. I pictured Mount Fuji, but it was just blown away. It didn't leave. It yeah. just didn't last. Your long cold was... drink became a tiny hot yeah. one. Yeah, um, and I'm giving it a go, my friend. Well, in the interest of balance, um, on the other side, here's me. Was loving the running, well, was keeping on track. And then when I went to the UK, obviously I had to like self-isolate and I just got out of out of the groove. Yeah. Um, and now that I've, I'm back, I've been back for a week, I keep waking up and telling myself today, you're going to get back into the running but I haven't done it yet. And I think, I mean, this is probably obvious, but this is how my brain works, is that I sort of try and motivate myself by self-loath, like chastising myself, saying I'm a piece of shit if I don't do something. And that's a very Mm. bad motivator because what I should be doing is saying, remember how good you felt when you did it. And remember all the positive things, not here's how terrible you are for not doing it. And so I'm trying to to shift that a little bit. And also I need to kind of... Um, uh, part of the thing putting me off is this idea of kind of re- restarting because with something like running, the stamina is if you um, if you don't do it for a while, you, you have to kind of rebuild it. And, you know, the idea of going back on my Couch to 5K app and hearing the disappointed voice of my personal trainer... Um, God, it's been so long, I can't even remember his name. Mike, I think it is. Um, if you're listening, Mike, sorry, mate. Oh, <laughs> so many missed WhatsApp messages. Ollie, I would say that if you were to go out today for a run, I think you would be surprised by how far... I don't think you'd find it as difficult. Once you've built it... What, say it's been six weeks since you went for a run? Mm-hmm. Which was similar to me, but you don't start at yeah, the it might not starting be... point again. Yeah. Oh, I, well, I think... Really, I should kind of put put the app away and not. Yeah, have, yeah, yeah. I'd just go for a run and and run until I just sort of listen to my body. Um, but I do love apps. I am techie. Um, What's the weather like in Barcelona? I don't I don't know where that is, but here where I live in Barcelona, it's <laughs> sorry. Um, it's uh. You know, it's a few degrees warmer than it is in the UK, but we've got nice blue skies and sunshine. So it would well, be, I was it would be say, decent could... to go for a run in. Yeah, and pa- if you packed a little bag with, you know, uh, a book in it and a long, cool drink and, you know, all those kind of things, then it doesn't matter where you stop because if That's you could true. just... 
park up on a bench and then walk yourself back. That's what I've been doing is kind of giving myself enough time to go like, well, if I only get so far and I walk back, just make sure you've got what you need to enjoy the walk home. Yeah, although because because obviously running in the in the city um mm. is not ideal in terms of you know every so off every block you have to stop at the traffic lights and then you lose mm. your momentum so i usually go to a park um oh yeah which is nice but it means there's a lot of looping you know i'm looping round and round yeah. and i like seeing new stuff so i'm thinking of going to this other park i'm thinking of uh, here's my plan relatively long walk to the park so i think mm. it'll probably take about half an hour to get there then mm. when i get there start running there see see how that goes it's a it's a much bigger park so the looping will be uh mm. d- decreased <laughs> um and then depending on how i feel start running towards home or just walk home rather than you yeah. know either because the thing is i do love going for walks so it's not like a chore uh mm. And also, I think it will give me an excuse, not an excuse, but it will force me to do things like go to these parks that I always think I would love to do that, but I like, or I can never really find the motivation. But if I have a th- sort of goal, I feel like I'll be more likely to do it. So that's my mm. plan at the Mo. And check in next week. Hopefully, I've got back into it. But I just want to, I'm sure lots of people feel this kind of, the kind of um, punishing yourself when you don't do something and feeling like you've let yourself down and all that stuff and i would just say that i think that's a very it's a very normal response but it's also uh you're not being fair on yourself and so i am trying to treat myself the way i would if if our dear gorgeous public were beating themselves Mm. up uh about this stuff then i would you know lend a, a helping hand and and be um and suggest that they're being hard on themselves so i'm trying to you know uh stretch that hand all the way and give myself a sort of reach around of self-love um mm. does that make sense i'm sort of trying to uh, reach around uh with my sure. own hand and pat sure. myself on the back sure and um yeah just give myself a sort of self-love reach around does that sure is that sure yeah that's great uh, okay uh, just no 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 no. you've said it yeah um, no i just uh, uh, yeah. i just want to be clear because it's it might be a confusing um sort of idea but i want to no, 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 love no, no, myself no, with my own hands yeah brilliant that's great um one thing ollie and i don't know if we've spoken about this on <laughs> On the podcast. I don't know if we've spoken about this on the podcast. Um, You know that... that, Well, we've definitely spoken about Explained on Netflix. Yeah, yeah. And there was one that was why diets don't work. Mm. And it's because most of us go into them or often diets are approached as a quick fix. If I do this for a month, this will happen. Mm. But you've got your eyes on at the end of it even if subconsciously on just reverting back to how you live your life um, yeah and it's not a, and they they like they highlight this not a lifestyle change 
And so if you just, as you're saying, if you enjoy the walk to the park, if the run, even if it lasts five or 10 minutes, but you're getting out and that's just part of your day, yeah. that's uh, that's the way to look at it instead of, I think the when you do the couch to 5K thing, there's obviously the, at the end, it's like, I'll be able to run 5K. That's what I want to be able to do instead of each time that you leave the house to go for the run. It's like, oh, this is just a part of my day. Yeah. Um, but I do think that, and that that's helping me. I do think that I, I agree with you. But I think that the the app and and that whole program is good to just get started because it 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 does cater for people you know like, yes. like yeah, me yeah, yeah. who have never run before. It takes you from the very start and it shows you even if you don't get to the very end, it shows you how quickly you can increase. But that's what I was going to say. Quite quickly after starting the app, you're the you. I think you start thinking in your head. Well. If I can do this, then a 10k or a, or a half marathon, or I could do this even if I did two and a half. Your your mentality changes quite quickly, but it's the it's the getting there. Yeah, it's starting the routine of it all. I um finished my run. Saying this, like how I you know I don't mind walking home or whatever. I finished my run the other day, and I saw somebody uh, in town. I used to serve them at the pub, and you know they, they come to a few shows. Very cool person and got chatting and um he was like thing is you post on your instagram that you're running all the time but i only ever see you walking it it is it, it, it's, it's funny and I, I don't know how serious he was being but it was like it's funny like the reality and then what people post online isn't it <laughs> and i was like i mean yeah, cool man firstly, <laughs> i would say that the main takeaway i get from your instagram is not that you're running a lot <laughs> Um, that's not the first thing that comes into my mind. Yeah, and if he really yeah. wants to talk about the difference between reality and <laughs> and things you see on social media, then you know, s- grainy stock images of uh, yeah. of a beef eater um, accompanying a message about uh, I don't know eating apples that day. Um, yeah. In a way, that is reality because uh, you know that is what's going through your brain for some reason but in a mm. in another sort of very very um powerful way it's deeply detached from any kind of reality whatsoever <laughs> <laughs> but i just thought it was like i don't know this person well enough to be like oh are you taking the piss yeah what you're or, about <laughs> or <laughs> like so that was quite interesting um i like the idea that he would just because i mean hartford yeah it's small it's not that small so like he's not going to see you every time you are out we had seen each other two or three times just for and i had been walking each time (laughs) so he thought that you were getting your running gear on going for a leisurely stroll and then posting on his (laughs) and you don't even do that I don't even understand. I haven't really seen it much about. No, running. but I was during Move for Mind. Oh wow! Well, I saw I see, him yeah. doing that time. You know, when I was going like, you know, you got to get out there. Yeah, yeah. This. And you were um, you had a long cold drink in your hand and you were strolling yeah. down. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, uh, George, my dearest friend, we got lots of lovely emails this week. I know that uh, you've been tapping your watch throughout this because you've got um, some a punch bag to give a good scene too. <laughs> um, but uh, I'd just like to beckon over dearest, dearest sweet Jackson, uh riding on top of the knobbly need um, messenger boy. What did you call him last week or did we edit it out? Smelly boy or something? I think it was you called him a uh, greasy young man. I don't know if that, that doesn't sound like me. Um, me and him okay. have actually been getting along 
recently, and I think... Good, I'm glad. I've never enjoyed baiting him out each week. Eh, I mean, you seemed pretty gleeful at the time. Um, yeah. Didn't mention anything about it, but okay. Uh, but I think it's because he's got a load of New Year's resolutions, um, and so far he's sticking to them, and, you know, it's like... Be nicer to masters. Stop being such a little, <laughs> stop being such a yeah. little shit. All that kind of thing. So I'm loving yeah. it. I think it's I think it's really positive, um, and I'm enjoying the changes. So there's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The Seven from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The Seven every weekday. So follow The Seven right now. News from the East, Sire. Emails just come in, my lord. Okay, right now, George. Uh, as I said, we got lots of very good emails. So, uh, if you will allow me to do two. Um, oh, my friend, please. Uh, so this first one, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this, yeah, <laughs> like this. Right, this first one is from Charlotte, and it says, "Dearest Ollie and George." Firstly, I'd like to let you know that you have one, and I'm sure many others, assistant psychologist firmly on board with your podcast. I think you're doing great work chatting so openly about your mental health, and to top it off, you make me laugh out loud, and now this is where I take issue with this sentence, almost every single week. Oh! <laughs> okay, so I would like to see if you could prepare some kind of spreadsheet. I, 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 I want to get this right, so I want to see what happened in those weeks. Was it me? Was it George? All that stuff. I, I, I do think we need to get to the bottom of this. But Charlotte goes on. Today I'm emailing to discuss the really important stuff. As a fellow country bumpkin, George, mm. I am well mm. aware of the annoyance of a squirrel on the bird feeder. Personally, mm. our household's lubricant of choice is Vaseline. But each oh. to, the, to each their own. I can confirm that in warmer weather, when freezing is less of an issue, it's very entertaining to watch a squirrel slide down a slippery pole. However, when the ice and frost do come creeping in, we, as very resourceful country bumpkins, who, might I add, would never bring shame to our village by letting oil run out, okay, mm. bit of a dig, <laughs> we have a backup, which is our trusty water gun. Hit a squirrel oh. with a good jet of cold liquid and I can guarantee you they won't be visiting that bird feeder again anytime soon. Trial and error has taught us that you can't be a cheapskate when it comes to your choice of gun. We what we considered a 99p bargain from Amazon was anything, but you need a fair bit of power behind the jet to really give the squirrel <laughs> a good splashing. It's also handy to have a concealed vantage point to shoot from, preferably a window out of sight of the target, as my mum has discovered the hard way that sneaking up on a squirrel is harder than you might think. Mm. So, just a couple of pointers for you. If you consider... Um, sorry, a couple of points for you to consider if the water gun route is one you think you might like to go down. Please let me know if you'd like any further tips. Always happy to help. With warmest, snuggly wishes, Charlotte. Now, George, of course, it's uh, been breaking news across the land that you are a bird watcher now. I think that's based on the fact that you have a book about birds. Um, oh, mate. You are just... now a, a dedicated twitcher. 
I think is the phrase. Do you know what the, the, the thing is, right? So it's all fun and games. It's, but it's but next time I'm on the promo run, right, promoting a record, I'll be somewhere and it'll be... It, it, I'll be somewhere that's like a foreign country to me and it'll be kind of throwaway, light-hearted, you know, promo. And they'll say... We heard you like oh, bird you're, you're You're a bird watcher. Name these birds. Yeah. And they'll pull up pictures yeah. of birds on a screen... And I'll have to say, no, I'm not. And then <laughs> it, I look like the dickhead. Or because it's happen, like, well, yeah. The, the hosts will bring out, uh, they'll be like, we've actually got a gift for you, George. And they bring out um, the little hat and binoculars. We heard that you love bird watching, so here's for you next time. And um, mm. the producers will be sort of egging you on to put it on so they could get footage of you. And you'll be like, oh, that's mm. really nice. And you'll be trying to put it to one side. They'll be like, yeah, go on, put it on, put it on, mate. And you'll be like, yeah. oh, so I'll, I'll wear it at home. It's like, no, 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 we, we, we paid for it. Yeah. You know, put it on, and put it on. And then put it on, put, put it, it on, put it Switcher. on. Switcher. <laughs> um, yeah, well, anyway, that's all fun and games. So, yeah, but that um, that's all good advice regarding the squirrel and... Much better than one of our mutual friends, Ollie, who, when I was telling him about it, said, I've got an air gun you can borrow. Okay, no, being, no, yeah. no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah, so a water gun, far better for me. Thank you well, very much. This is the thing. I I don't know. I find all of this quite cruel, but, I mean, are they pests? Like, they're, well, they're, um, imagine you cool. Imagine you're just trying to go and get some delicious seed uh from a receptacle that as far as you're aware i mean it doesn't have a, a bird's name on it and then no. someone you know smashes but the you issue with a is jet. if they let's not get into it because i'm just gonna fucking add fuel to the fucking twitcher fire but yeah i'm if i'm honest i'm not overly fussed um but it's all good it's all good fun uh yeah and... it's all good fun unless you're a squirrel <laughs> Yeah, and Charlotte, thank you very much for your country advice, and keep my pretty name out your mouth, right, when it comes to the oil. <laughs> <laughs> As my old man used to say. Um, yeah. No, thank you, Charlotte, and I hope you're doing well um, and looking after yourself. I hope you're good. Yeah, I mean, it, it, I, it does feel like the members of the gorgeous public that live in the countryside uh, are, are looking at you in a sort of new light after seeing the, the shameful um, yeah. oil situation. Although having said that, a quick email from Sarah says, I'd, I'd like to say that I'm a fool. Despite hearing about George's unfortunate oil incident, we have run out of oil. <gasps> Luckily, there was Sarah! only one cold day and night until the oil was delivered. But we also had an air block in the system. So oh. my mum had to go out in the dark, in the rain and dark to bleed the system uh, oh. I held the flashlight in moral support. When it comes to tech, I thought I was mid-tech. But this evening, I realized I'm low-tech. We thought the oh. HDMI cable was broken because we had no sound. But it turns out I had the TV on mute. So oh. a double whammy of, you know, poor oil oh. etiquette and and some, some real... Uh, 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 some real low-techery. Um, so Sarah, I, I mean... It, Sounds like you and George would get along very well. <laughs> so uh, I'm very happy to know that I'm not alone in the, the, the oil woes of the world. Mm. Um, Can happen to anyone. But, and I'm jealous of the fact that you only had the one cold night. That's, True. Uh, I suppose know. that's the benefit of it not happening on 
sort of Christmas Eve or whatever it was. Yeah, it was Christmas Eve. I had yeah. to go full Whitnail and I. Oh, God. My poor boy. Oh, I hate to think about that happening to my poor boy. <laughs> oh. And so close to Blue Monday, New Year's Eve as well. Yeah, exactly. Um, okay, uh, so uh, can can I do one more, George? It's, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, 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 um. Here we are. So this is from Keely. Uh, Keely says, Hi, Ollie and George, George and Ollie, and everything in between. Every time I listen to your podcast, I think to myself, I should write in. Here I am now, better late than never. A huge thank you for your podcast. It really helped me through 2020. 2020 was a right shitter, not only because of the big C, COVID, but also the OG big C, cancer, because 2020 started off for me with a breast cancer diagnosis. I'm in my early 30s and healthy, so it was a complete surprise, as you can imagine. Um, I was already struggling with gener generalized anxiety, which I ha was diagnosed with in 2019, and I'd had symptoms for so, for so long, but never knew it was anxiety related. Even when the doc told me, I thought, no way. I think it's important for people to know the many different ways anxiety can show up. Before then, I never knew these were all effects of anxiety, but now I can recognize it and I can handle it a little better. And so uh, Keely mentions things like ears ringing, getting pins and needles, blurred vision, dizziness, weird tingling feeling in my teeth which is one Keely that I also get and that I've never like sort of been able to articulate there is there's like a weird teeth feeling um but anyway so Keely goes on to say I was booked in for a mastectomy just three weeks after diagnosis such a roller coaster of emotions that there was almost no time to let it sink in then after surgery as soon as I started to feel like I could go out and about they announced the first lockdown so back indoors I go oh, I pretty much had a six to seven week head start on self-isolating I was fortunate to still receive treatment through lockdown and it saddens me to think that some people's treatment was cancelled I had chemotherapy from March until July and every appointment I attended which was one to two times a week I had to go to alone anyways you get my drift it wasn't a fun time but I got through it by trying to stay positive and I'm now NSD no sign of disease so whoop whoop at least after lockdown number one I started running thanks to you guys and I would listen to your podcast whilst out and it would make me laugh out loud I also signed up to Skillshare thanks to you guys again <gasps> oh I urge you insert advert here I urge you dear <laughs> listeners <laughs> Um, and I took up various classes, so that's been a really good distraction from everything. And since the main bulk of treatment is over, I've struggled with my mental health. Basically, PTSD and depression, paranoia, you name it. My doctors are now sending me to a clinical psychologist, which I'm strangely really looking forward to. I found that acknowledging my emotions has really helped. I now allow myself to have down days instead of fighting them. And I'll say to myself, it's okay to feel sad or down today, but tomorrow will be different. And more likely the next day I'll feel okay. I know looking after your mental health requires constant work. And I think it's brilliant that mental health is being spoken about more these days. And your podcast is really helping so many people. And I thank you for that. All the breast. <laughs> right. So, I mean, obviously, Keely, sounds like 2020 was an extremely difficult yeah, I can't imagine how lockdown plus your cancer diagnosis, all of that must have been so difficult. But, I mean, I get the vibe from your email that you are one of those amazing people that is somehow able to, as you said, keep positive throughout difficult things. And that doesn't mean denying yourself, uh, you know, denying your feelings, not allowing yourself to be 
uh, low, have bad days, all that stuff. But it's just accepting that that is going to happen and mm. and kind of making the best of, of life and all the, the ups and downs. And I just, I am sort of in awe of the things you've been through and the way you're able to deal with it. And so thank you very, very much for sharing that with us. Yeah, thank you. I think it's in Keely in particular, you know, that email is amazing to hear. I think it's just people that... I don't know, they, they get through all sorts and then have the strength to share it in a, and in a positive way. To, and it, well, and, and sign off with it, all the breast. All the breast, and it will help, it, you know, it, it, it's us sharing stories with one another and experiences, it does help us all because, it, you know, I hear that email and I think it just makes you think about things and, it's a, and to hear the positivity, it's yeah. an inspiration. Um, and and also, I think that particularly with with lots of illnesses, but cancer stuff like that, there's this idea that um, you know you can't talk about it because it's such a difficult topic, or or that when someone has had cancer, that's sort of them defined forever. And what Keely is showing, just in this like relatively short email, is that like she very clearly has her own personality that is absolutely not defined by the fact that she mm. has had cancer or any of that stuff. And, you know, you can still make light of things and you can be yourself, basically. And I think that for lots of people, that would, would be very helpful to hear. So, Keely, all the breast all back to you. Um, yeah. Thank you very much for that email. And, George, all that remains for us now is to say, what's for dinner? <laughs> oh, I can tell you what for dinner. Um, tell me what for dinner. <laughs> I'm having... <laughs> uh, sorry, I can tell you what's for dinner. No, tell I'm me what for dinner. I'm having smoky chilli con carne with rice. Okay, smoky. Now, does that mean you and you're going to put Bob Marley on in the background? or? <laughs> no, it means I'm going to add some smoked paprika, some chipotle paste. Some chipotle, uh, some chipotle, yeah, whatever, man, chuck it in. But anyway, yeah, it. I'm having smoky chili con carne with rice. My friend, because we all really want to know, what are you having for dinner tonight? Funny you should ask that, my dearest <laughs> friend. Um, pasta. I think it's pasta. Pasta. Good man. Yeah. Get it down, you. I think it's pasta. Um... Oh, Keely. Keely, Keely, Keely. Hold tight, Keely. Hold tight Fuck to all yeah. our gorgeous. Yeah, hold tight to there. everybody. And um, that's if really... you want to get in touch, though, George, mm. and, uh, you know, God, we urge you to do it. There you go. How... It's catching on. How would, they... <laughs> How would they go about that, George? Please do get in touch. Um, it's so, it couldn't be easier. The email address is contact at phonafriendpodcast.com. Mm -hmm. and if you want to follow us on instagram that's at phone a friend pod um please do subscribe and leave a review and tell your pals about the podcast and all that stuff and george i'll speak to you next week mm -hmm. um and i'm hoping by then i will have uh, gone for at least one run and if i yeah. haven't if i haven't that's okay too yeah. um but we'll see. And and please, you know, beat the shit out of that uh, boxing <laughs> bag for, on my behalf um, and just enjoy it. Get that rage can I Can I say, as a, um, so as a kid, I was quite hyperactive. And, no uh, way. Yeah. 
You, um, yeah, classic I always, George. I've always meant well, but I was I had a lot of energy as a kid. Um, and my mum came back from having her hair cut once and had been talking to the hairdresser about my hyperactivity. And the, the woman had said, oh, I've got a kid that's quite hyperactive too. What we've done is we've got in some boxing gloves and some pads and we put the pads on and we turn his favourite music up as loud as we can for five minutes and he just goes for it on the pads and it wipes him out. And so my parents tried the same thing and mm. it works. It, it would like, I, I would just do, you don't even last five minutes, you know, it's like just go da, 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 and mm. then, yeah, it knackers you out. So I, I uh, because the, when, when we got into the running, the nights that then that have happened since where I haven't gone out or done anything in the day, I get into bed and if I can't sleep, I think, well, yeah, there's energy you haven't, you haven't burned. You haven't done anything. That you, in the past, you've been able to do stuff with. So where, what is that energy doing? Where does that mm. go? And mm. so if I can just, you know, I'm, I'm, there's no technique to it or anything. I just, just try bang, and burn bang, some bang. energy. Yeah. Well, I, I did think it was very sweet because I, I remember when your mum went to the the hairdresser and was talking about this and um, the hairdresser was saying like, yeah, no, mine's just the same. Well, how old's mm. yours? Six, seven? Mm. And of course this was, what, <laughs> last year? And... <laughs> I remember the smile on your face. Mine's 25. (laughs) The smile on your face when your mum and dad brought back her boxing gloves. (laughs) I came back off tour and they were like, George. And you were like, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, George, have a lovely week. Um, I've enjoyed very much speaking to you on this Monday morning. It's set my week off on a good ta- uh, uh not tangent ta- ta- target ta- traject tra- tra- trajectory many blessings oh horribly scary many blessings to you and i'll speak to you okay. next week speak to you later many bye bye blessings <laughs> <Best of> blessings <laughs>